0: The great Pete King. Pete, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Good morning, buddy. No, same to you, Sid. Really appreciate it. How's everything going?
1: Everything's going great. Ava's home. Came home last night, so yeah. we are a foursome again. And You know when Aaron is home from North Carolina and Sean is there. And you guys are a foursome. You know how – you've got more than four. You've got grandchildren, but how great that is. So thank you for asking. But I have a very important question to ask you. Yes, Curtis sir. Lee reported up this morning. I keep getting texts from Margaret Powers. She's married, by the way, to Paul King, your friend, you uh, know, mm-hmm. Bell Harbor running against Gregory Meeks. He also loves that Joe Jackson song. And they keep asking me the same thing. Of all the people you guys could have picked, when I say you guys, I know you were part of that process with Joe Cairo. Right. Of all the people you could have picked to run against Swazi in that special election replacing George Santos, why did you pick a Democrat?
0: Well, first of all, you say she's a Democrat, but she has run twice as
1: Republican. She was
0: elected as a Republican. Well, as let, right me stop, let
1: me stop you right away. I say she's a Democrat. I'm not saying anything. She's registered I mean, as a Democrat. A it, yeah. Right,
0: right, right. No, she is. In fact, to me, this shows the strength of the Republican Party. She ran as a Republican in 2021, was the first time anyone was ever elected on the Republican line from that district in the history of the county legislature. She was reelected in 2023 she has voted 100 percent of the time with the republicans she caucuses with republicans she campaigns for republicans she is to me this shows the strength of the republican party that somebody who had been a democrat now identifies with republicans whether she was know she switches parties or not to me that's almost irrelevant the fact is that she has 100 percent republican voting record as an elected official she ran twice as republican she endorses Republicans. She's had no connection with the Democratic Party whatsoever, other than the fact when she came here as an immigrant, almost that entire community where she lives, they registered as conservative Democrats, and they did it mainly to counter the liberals in the Democratic Party. But everything about her is Republican, and her qualifications are exceptional. You know, the fact that she had been in the Israeli army, that she was a refugee, the fact that she has been worked so hard in the community and has been such a strong supporter of the republican party so to me what's next to her name is almost irrelevant remaining I it shows the strength of the republican party because for us to win we have to bring back uh, we have to bring democrats over from their party you know into in, the republican party so to me you look at her record And it's 100 percent Republican. And again, ran twice as a Republican and also with the endorsement of the Conservative Party both times. So to me, it's really not only is it an issue, to me, it shows the strength of the Republican Party. And the reason she was selectable is she was by far the most uh, inspiring of the candidates, the most impressive. And she has just a tremendous record and background. So to me, she was the clear choice.
1: Danielle just sent me a picture as you were talking about all this, and I want to get to what you just said because I agree with you, of a beautiful Christmas card that was just delivered to my house, signed by Donald, Melania, and Baron Trump, straight from um, Mar-a-Lago to uh, our address in Bell Harbor. So that's like the third different thing I've received from Trump's office in the mail the last couple of weeks, which I love. But getting back to what you said, I agree with yeah. all of that. And, and you know, Dove Heikens, he went from a Democrat to a Republican, Tulsi Gabbard, did the same thing. But the question is, and again, this is my ignorance speaking, Pete, I admit it. The question is, does she actually count as a Democrat? Do they get the seat or do we get the seat? Oh, we get the seat. She votes
0: with the Republicans. Like in, in, in Washington, she will definitely be a Republican. She will caucus with the Republicans. She'll be with the Republicans. Whether she changes her party registration really doesn't matter. She will be a Republican in, in Washington, absolutely.
1: Okay, okay, good. That's all I care about. So as long as she wins, that counts for us because we've got a very, very slim margin. Okay, Okay, great. Because I I think it's even better. You know, I kind of used, I made it analogous to me and Bernie, you know, uh, one thing when Trump came down the escalator, if you loved him from day one and still love him, that's easy. But one of the reasons why Trump, you know this, Peter, really likes me is I admitted I voted against him. Right, I thought he went a stop more campaign, and he loves the fact he loves the fact that he turned me in a different direction, which is hiking Tulsi Mazzy, all those folks
0: and actually, I think Donald Trump had been either an independent or a Democrat himself for a number of years
1: that 's true too you know you 're exactly right, he really has been so we uh, 're talking about donald trump it 's been the topic all morning long uh, obviously, the state of Colorado, what they did unconstitutional un american. But they did it. Now the uh, the Trump lawyers will appeal it, bring it to the Supreme Court. But somehow or another, a state in our country, Peter King, in the United States, a state has decided that a man cannot run. They've taken the power away from the American voter and decided we don't like him, even though he's never been charged with insurrection, and we've decided he can't run. How despicable and un-American is that Colorado should be ashamed of themselves.
0: It is absolutely disgraceful. It really is. Uh, and I would say this no matter who it was, but certainly in this case, you're right. There's been no indictment on insurrection. There's been no conviction on insurrection. And, you know, they talk about the 14th Amendment. Well, the 14th Amendment also guarantees due process. And there's not a hint of due process. It is absolutely, it's absolutely uh, uh, just a, a power grasp by the Colorado court. All those judges were appointed by Democratic governors. And to me, it's, really, it's, it's a terrible precedent to set if we're going to start taking away from the, you know, the American people, you know, tr- you know, the right to elect their leaders and have judges sitting in a state decide who's going to be on the ballot and who's not on the ballot because they believe he was guilty of a crime that he was never indicted for or even convicted of. So it's absolutely, uh, to me, shameful. I uh, would hope the Supreme Court hears the case quickly, throws it out quickly, and just go on with the election and let the American people decide.
1: I know you heard Steve Bannon on this show earlier, and uh, he said it, and it's hard to argue because all these things that was supposed to really hurt Trump, right, Pete, from, you know, from going back to his days as president with the impeachment nonsense, and and uh, then of course he's been indicted here four times, he's got civil trials, and his numbers continue to go up. I mean, last week was another great week for Donald Trump. They kept talking about Nikki Haley surge. There's no surge. She moved a couple of points ahead of Ryan DeSantis in New Hampshire. That's it. She went up three points. Trump went up 10. So no matter what they do to this guy, what they're doing is making his trip back to Pennsylvania Avenue even easier. Do they not realize that, those dummies? Yeah, they don't. Again,
0: this to me is classic of uh, you know, shooting yourself in the foot. These people hate Trump so much. They're doing all they can to stop him, not realizing that everything they do just falls into the trap of Trump saying, you know, these guys are about to get me. They're, they're afraid to meet me head on using all these you know, swamp tactics to get me. So, no, his numbers keep going up. The more they go after him with these ridiculous type charges. Listen, there's things they can say legitimately if they want to, uh, one candidate or another. But to deny the American people the right to vote for someone shows to me that you're petrified and you're scared stiff of the guy being elected.
1: Here's uh, some Eric Adams news. I love doing the city stuff with you, too, Pete. That's what's great about you. You can do the national stuff, the city stuff. Heck, you can talk about sports, too. But I know you heard this. I'm going to play it again. Eric Adams, two days ago, Channel 11. Uh, talking about the year in review, 2023, and only God knows why he included 9-11. But he did. If you missed it, Pete, which I know you didn't, it sounded like this. Lewis, cut number this four.
2: Mayor, we've come to the end of what was a very eventful 2023, right? <laughs> so when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it and it's tough to do in one word, what would that word be? And tell me why. Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very, very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe.
1: Now, we all know what he meant to say. He meant to say we've come back, which we haven't. That would be a lie, but that's fine. He can say it. We've come back 22 years later. Look at the people, their resilience. That's what he meant to say, but he didn't say it. So if I'm Eric Adams yesterday, right, and I'm pressed about it, I go, listen, guys, give me a break. You know what I meant to say? I meant to say we're resilient and New York is back. But given the opportunity, Peter, he didn't do that. When pressed and asked why he would include 9-11 in that statement Here was Eric Adams' answer. I want your response. Cut number five. The sentence police that
2: sit in front of the TV and say, let's wait to see Eric make one sentence that we can turn into a front page. Listen, you're going to find many of them because I'm authentic and I'm going to talk the way New Yorkers talk. Not me. And I think it's an insult as someone who served during 9-11. Served during 9-11. I didn't read about it. I didn't hear about it. I lost very dear friends and colleagues. I've said it over and over again, the resiliency, the complexities of our city. 9-11 was a devastating time. I still remember getting calls of my loved ones and friends and colleagues that I lost. Those who take my comments in good faith are not going to try to turn them around and all of a sudden say, you are trying to desecrate the 9-11. Listen, those who have those evil feelings in their heart is going to take it that way people knew what i was saying the city is complex and much of the complexity believe it or not you guys don't even know about know about you don't deal with what i deal with every day in this city all day you you cannot you hold on we don't we don't cut each other off we we you cannot imagine how complex this city is every day that this team has to respond to and so that is what I was saying. And those who, those who understand, you know, the way I communicate, um, they know it wasn't being offensive. Those who don't, they're going to find a reason
1: always. Um, 8.3 million people, 36 million opinions. So I like Eric Adams personally. I think he's a lousy mayor. I like him personally, but that's not the answer I was looking for. He had an opportunity, I think, to come out and say, hey, I meant to say this and this is what I said. Instead, he came back with an angry response. Peter King's thoughts.
0: Yeah, first of all, obviously he made a big mistake the way he said it the first time. Again, we all can make mistakes, but he had the chance to really rehabilitate that, to say, here's what I meant. You know, everyone should know how I feel, and my heart goes out to all those who died at 9-11, all the family uh, members of those, and I I assure you I will never make this mistake again. It was a mistake of the, you know, the heart, whatever. He had such an opportunity. Instead, he made himself a victim. He somehow made it sound (laughs) as if uh, everyone was ganging up on him.